Hey, girl. Hey. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. Hey. Hey. What's up? Girl. <laughs> um. Hey. Hey, I'm like, y'all hear me pour my coffee because I didn't do it on the break like I was supposed to. Oh, you did not. So, but that's okay. People know we drink coffee in a lot of Amen. My cup is full. And I want re- full cup. Re- re-creamed and ready to go. You don't. <laughs> hey, people, see you too. Before we get back into the fuckery, I want to welcome everybody to season two, episode one. Ooh. of this award-winning podcast that we like to call We Just Out Here. And if you're just joining us or if you forgot, we are your host. I am Nikki Byra and Jocelyn <laughs> with the late intro, Hyman. Amen. Always late intro. Always late intro. Well, y'all, it's season two. We still ain't got no goddamn music. But you know what? Considering that the world is on fire, I think I mean, it's on fire, fire. Y'all will be all right without music. I could find y'all a little ball. I mean, lay down the track, friend. Because <laughs> that's what we do, lay down tracks. We, down, we lay down tracks, huh? We lay down tracks. Um, oh, people. Y'all. I don't okay so it seems like we were just away from the podcast for a long time but not a long time right. it feels like a year ago but it's only actually <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it, but it also feels but it's actually only technically been like what a month and a half maybe something like that but here we are. We back in the interim. So much has happened. So much. Let's get into it. I don't know how deep we're going to get into it, but shout out to President-elect uh, Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. That's all I got on that. Uh, shout out to Stacey Abrams. Nice. And one of the greatest pivots I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I want to talk about that real quick because I had a, my friend Tiff and I were talking about Stacey Abrams' pivot, how she, how everybody, you know, you well, not everybody, let me not speak in such general terms, but how you look at her, how the election, the uh, gubernatorial election was stolen from her, and you think, oh, what a loss, I would be so embarrassed, I wouldn't know what to do next. She knew exactly what to do. Uh, she knew because of the example that her parents set for her, which is what she said. She knew what to do because of the example that was set for her by her parents. She knew because of what her goals were, what her passions were, what her desires were for her people and for herself. And she was able to pivot in a way that we can see the fruit of her labor in the fact that Georgia basically turned blue. And that's not all her. We can't say that it's all her because there were more people than her working. But it has a large, um, her work had a large bearing on the fact that Georgia, Democrats in Georgia, or that Georgia turned blue. Uh, 
and Georgia uh, has not been blue since I was a child, and that was a long time ago. So shout out to her. A long time ago. Shout out, shout out to her for being able to basically, without being cliche, keep her eyes on the prize. I don't know what this means for her going forward, but that's not my business. What I can do is appreciate the fact that this sister said, oh, I can't get at you, but I'm going to get at you. Because this hurt. This hurt Georgia Republicans more than I think they will ever be willing to admit. Because they just knew. They just knew that they were going to put this shit in the bag for that man this week. And they were not able to do so. For every Trump ad that ran on all these black stations, they were working three times as hard in the areas where black people live to get them registered and get them out to vote. And I feel like that is amazing. I feel like somebody ancestors are smiling. The elders that are still with us are very happy, I'm sure, about this turn of events. I, for one, am amazed by it. And like I told you earlier, Jock, I haven't really processed all of my emotions about this um, election cycle, but uh, I have thought a few times about Sister Stacy and shout out to her and I wish her nothing but the best of the best because, oh my God. Absolutely. I, yeah, I did that. Stacey is definitely one of those. I, um, I fucked with her the long way. Like, the long way. I mean, right here in the hood in Spelman, baby. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So, you know, I've always, for a minute, I've considered myself single as a country. I didn't really have a leader, and that's okay. Um, and, and, and you know, of course, when people know your views, they always think that they put stuff under you that don't really go there. Like that, that they put like the triangle in the square shape just because of other stuff, and you can't really do that. That's not fair. So a friend of mine asked me, she was like, and I could tell she probably had been thinking. Like she said, "Well, are you going to vote?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a vote." She was like, well, right. "You know, I know how you feel about such and such. You don't really like this person. You don't like the other group. This, that, and third." I said, "Let me explain something to you." And I've always felt like this. I don't care who I don't like, okay? Because I don't like nobody <laughs> in certain in certain things. That's true. But one thing I'm never gonna do. I'm not gonna disrespect my people. Right. And you know those that fought for us the right to vote those who put the feet to the pavement who got shot with the rubber bullets and hit with water hoses and dogs you know all of that Mm -hmm. I can't I can't disregard that because I ain't getting none of that all I did was when I turned 18 was filled out a form and boom Mm -hmm. you vote in the next election they didn't that wasn't what happened with them people and so what I'm not gonna do I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take them dog bites since I ain't so I'm going to always vote as long as I can get to a poll. I'm going to always vote because I'm I'm no idiot. I don't disrespect my ancestors by no means. And, and plus, it's my right. Until they mm-hmm. take it away, it's my right. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. the right to go do it. And I got a new car. So I'm a, we drove to the polls on my new car. What y'all talking about? I didn't go to the polls because <laughs> these people up here is nasty. But I did. Listen, um, I, understand, I, I understand, friend. You, you live them. in a different area. We, we got them ballots. We fill them out and we mail them off. Oh, you part of the mail-in crew that um that that Trump thought. <laughs> Imagine yeah. telling your people not to do mail-in and that's what took you out. Yeah, because you said it was gonna be 
uh, it was gonna be bad, <laughs> and it was bad. It was bad for you because people with some sense, people with some sense. It was like, no, I'm not going down there. Run me that ballot. So yeah, yeah. I'm part of the that they was counting. Hello. Uh, later on, and I'm I'm proud to be in that number uh, because that's that's the ones that I laughed at the most was the mail-in ballots because it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Not to somebody, get too deep off. Go wait, ahead. Somebody, I saw a meme on Facebook that said the mail-in ballots was hitting like, uh, <laughs> like pending, pending withdrawals after a lit weekend, and Man. I holler for everybody that I know because they don't nothing the hurt worse when them, yeah, don't nothing hurt worse than pending withdrawals. You forgot that you can pay. You thought they already came, oh my God. and then you go ball and parlay, <laughs> and then Monday hit, and you got twelve dollars. Oh, girl, and 32 cents. And 32 cents. Help me. But you said not to get too deep into it. Not to get too deep into politics, but I do think we shout out people. I do want to shout out Mm -hmm. DeKalb County, Gwinnett County, Uh Cobb County. Uh And not just so much DeKalb, because DeKalb, we've been black. But Gwinnett and Cobb County got black sheriffs. Did you know that? Yes. Cobb motherfucking county got I a black sheriff. Black sheriffs because um, baby, then they killed somebody a couple years ago, and that was part Ooh. of the outrage was because they I don't remember. Friend. Okay, yeah, but probably I mean you um, know we are talking about the police. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cobb County got a black sheriff. I was like, I know you fucking lying. Yeah, because when you think of Cobb County, you think of Marietta, and when you think of Marietta, you do. You think of, you think of ugly white people. Snow bunnies. You That's do. Right. People forget that I still live in Clark County. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to those people. And then the Clark County, we, we got a, um, we got us a lady sheriff. And she cute, too. She's cute, cute. Okay. So Melody, and she's run before, if I'm not mistaken, and then win. But you know what Melody said? I'm going to run again. That's right. And did and won. So mm-hmm. kudos to her. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I do like about the cab. We we black as fuck. Like uh, mm-hmm. the superintendent black, the CEO or the county black. Now we got a black sheriff. Fuck with it. It's also like the cab county is also black and liberal because you know you have the black the cab county, and then you have white the cab county. So you, you do black Decatur. Mm hmm. And, and we, you got the city of Decatur. That's white the Decatur. Decatur. <laughs> yeah, you got downtown Decatur. You do, you do. Out and then you Avondale. got Whistler, Beach. And then you got, <laughs> you got Avondale Estates. And then you got Panola Road. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my gosh. So, Run with it. Let's go. Let's go. But, but it was all just like, you know, we're all liberal. And we don't oh fuck this nigga because he's fucking up our life. He's fucking up our yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got Perimeter Mall, and then you got Stonecrest. Let's go. And you got Stonecrest, my friend. Let's go. Listen. So, so yeah, shout out to those. Um, Amen. Those winners. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we love to see we love to see black people doing so. And uh, of course, and I know people. What are they gonna do for the people? We are gonna get to that. Mm-hmm. We like we just love to see shit change, and then we'll Listen. get to the other stuff later. Calm down, leave us alone. Considering all of the shit that we have been through these past four years. Listen, we should have this moment, and that's why, I'm, like, I'm really not here for these niggas that get on the internet talking about, oh, well, Joe Biden ain't no better than Trump. Let me tell you something. Shut the fuck up, cause that man put us through hell for four years. And if he yeah. had just been quiet, he probably would have been okay. But he talked too much. He's a narcissist. 
God damn. Just be quiet. Hush. And you know right now he is on fire. He done pissed. Hang on. I wouldn't be surprised if the White House burned down, bitch. They're gonna have to rebuild that hole and and, and paint it uh, paint or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. But like he 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 can't stand to lose. He loves to lie. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody else's shit. He's a sociopath. So, like, right now, he is spiraling. And there, I don't believe that there will be a peaceful transfer of power. He has never agreed. It's going to be ugly and uglier. And that's fine, because he's still lost. That's the whole point. It's just you lost. Just take your ball and go home. These same people who protect him are going to have to drag him out of their fucking house. I ain't going to lie. These next two little months, I'm kind of, like, on the edge of my seat. Like, what you finna fucking do? As a person who was born in January, I can tell you that the holiday season comes and goes very quickly. If he gonna do something, he gonna have to go on and do it. And I'm I'm pretty sure he has a stunt pool because he's a stunt queen. He's a uh, stunt queen. Oh my god, he is ain't can't no action pack move a stunt man do nothing that that motherfucker that nigga that wins. That motherfucker is a, he's he's a stunt queen with with tiny hands, but. I'm um, talking about fast and furious type, goddamn speed type, uh, Mission Impossible like, bro, how you do all of that? Mm-hmm. You do that kind of shit. Speaking of holiday, y'all, go ahead and pull your trees out and put your shit up. It's okay. Yeah, please do. And if you need some ornaments, holler at me because I'm currently painting ornaments. If you follow me on any social media, just send me a DM. Hop in my DMs and let me know if you want. Oh, we can talk about it. I got some cute black Santa uh ornaments that I'm currently doing and they are they going pretty fast people so um they got I mean I I had 12 and (laughs) I had (laughs) and like now 11 of them are sold so that's what I'm telling um so there's that now Mm. let's get get to the (laughs) shit (laughs) So I'm about to snitch on my friend. My friend has not been doing self-care. Ooh. I have not. And uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest with y'all because I don't got no reason to lie to y'all. The fuck? She don't. Uh, I have not been doing any self-care at all. And it has been telling on my ass every single day. So let's talk about it. I... If I'm not a I'm not a self care person, which sounds really, really bad when you think about it, uh, because I get on here or I was getting on here every week telling y'all what to do, and I'm not doing it. So if you want to send me some hate mail, it's we just out here and the number two at gmail dot com, or you can jump That's in my DMs. Right you can jump in my DMs and send me some hate mail. You can send me some hate mail on Instagram or Facebook, or you can cuss me out in the Facebook group if you join it. It's fine. I'll take it. I'll take that L. And then buy an ornament after you do all that. Buy an ornament. Be a Sour Patch Kid. Cuss me out and then buy me an ornament. Buy an ornament for me. That's fine. But um, I have had to learn the hard way over these past two months that I really do have to take care of myself. I really have to do what's best for me. And I am so not accustomed to that I was not raised like that and it's not in my repertoire and then I thought about <laughs> and we've talked about this on the show before I thought about 
the fact that my whole goal in this healing work, the shadow work that I've been doing has been to break generational curses and heal generational traumas. And I'm falling into the same patterns that caused the curses and the trauma because the women that I, or the people, not even just the women, but the people that I grew up watching and emulating did not really take care of themselves in a holistic way. They went to the doctor, they made, they ate and they got some exercise and they drank some water and they laughed and whatever, all that kind of stuff, the, the, the basic shit, survival shit. But there was no room in any of that to thrive. There was no real care of themselves. Now, I know there were moments, because I wasn't with them all of their lives. I know that they had to have some moments when they did little things for themselves. But I also know that those things, and this is going to sound bad, I'm going to say it anyway, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. When you think about everything that we know, about what life was like before we got here. Shit was hard. Shit was rough. It was challenging. And not to say that we don't have our own challenges, because we absolutely do. But y'all, like taking care of yourself, which is at the minimum what self-care means, is absolutely necessary. And it's more than just a spa day a pedicure, um, your favorite meal, a fucking cucumber mask, and a and a soak in the tub. Those things are fine too, but self care also includes not letting fuck niggas worry you. Saying no. Saying no. Making the decision that's best for you, even though it feels wrong. It is doing your shadow work. It is telling the truth about your feelings and your thoughts and your problems. It is allowing people to love you and to love on you. It's also not taking no stupid shit off yourself. It is everything that you need to be whole and happy because the Bible says sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So you you don't have you're not creating any other or you're not saving yourself any any heartache or worry or trouble any at any point by not taking care of yourself because trouble coming but or what we perceive as trouble is coming but if you're not prepared because you're tired or unhappy or dehydrated or annoyed because your cuticles need to be worked on or your face breaking out or whatever, your back hurting, you need to relax, soak in the tub, whatever, then you add and you're compounding your trouble because you don't feel good. Now you got to face the world not feeling good. And that shit is stupid. It's whack. It's dead. It's played out. Dumb. And that's where I was. So I had to make a decision this past week that I did not really want to make because to me, the situation seemed like, oh, I'm going to be all the way real with it. It seemed like something I had to do, but it was definitely not something that I wanted to do. But I stayed in the situation because it was providing something f- 
for me that I felt I needed and couldn't get anywhere else. And as much as I hated it, as hard as it was for me to do every day, I did not feel worthy enough to walk away from it because I felt like I was supposed to be punished because of all the bad that whatever, like my self-worth and my self-esteem had dropped so low to the point where I hated this situation. I hated the way it made me feel physically and emotionally. And I stayed because I felt like that's what I deserved. I deserved to be in pain. I deserved to be unhappy. And that is not where I'm trying to be. I already been there. It's not fun. It'll kill you. I'm supposed to be moving forward, moving through that, moving past that. So this past week, I had to work with or deal with feelings of unworthiness, feelings of not caring about myself to the point where I would allow myself to be unhappy because I felt that that's what I deserve. I had to look at myself honestly and say, all right, are you going to make this choice that's best for you even though you feel like, shit, are you really going to show up for yourself? Do you really care enough about yourself to say, I don't like this and I don't want to do it anymore? And I did. And it was scary. It felt wrong. And it was hard. And I texted some of y'all, Jock, and I said, doing what I need to do for me is hard. And I'm thankful for my tribe because just what all of y'all said, but girl, it's so worth it. The benefits far outweigh anything bad that you might be feeling right now and I'm grateful for I'm grateful for that because I did not I didn't have that to tell myself so no I have not been doing any self-care I have not been consistently writing in my journal I'm pretty sure since we snitching on each other that Jocelyn also has not been doing any consistent writing in her journal wow Um, (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) I haven't been drinking enough water. Oh, you weren't fun, nigga. The truth. Um, you know what? Mm-hmm. I haven't been making time throughout my day to find little pockets of joy. And that was the hard part because not being able to find any joy in your day, but you're still living, that's a problem. Not being able to look at what's going on in your life and say, I'm grateful for this. You can't find one moment in your day that you're grateful for. One thing that you can look at around you and say, I'm so grateful for that thing. And just hold that feeling. That's bad. When you get to that point, you got, oh, pause right there. Find something and be grateful for it. Find something. Once I walked away from that situation, I realized that spirit had been trying to show me throughout all of it, there is always something to be grateful for. Even when you don't feel it, even when you don't see it, even when it looks like your world is on fire, there's always something to be grateful for. And if you can start right there, it'll blossom into everything else that you want. Like it'll grow and go into the places where things are on fire and put out the fire and new things will come. Child, let me tell you, I mean, it made me wish I wasn't so fucking hard-headed. Because I'm hard-headed. I am. It, it really made me rethink a, a, a lot of the decisions that I've made. And of course, there's nothing I can do about those decisions now because that shit was in the past. But going forward, it's really made me reevaluate how I make decisions and 
how I show up for myself, how keenly I listen to my intuition when I know some shit ain't right and I do it anyway, or I feel like it's wrong and I still go for it anyway. It's stupid. It's stupid. But no, I ain't been doing no damn self-care. I'm going to start, but I haven't been. So like I said, if y'all want to send me some hate mail, you can run that shit on down to the we just out here at the number and the number two at um at gmail.com um so since you snitching on me helpful no i have not been writing at all oh i know i didn't i didn't i wasn't it wasn't a question like <laughs> i didn't like say Jocelyn, have you been, i know you weren't like if the day is and why i didn't write on that day i know <laughs> but um fuck you okay all right all right. Um, I, you know, I don't. Well, I do know. I mm-hmm. I just have a blockade of about. But y'all know what I will write. I doodle. So on my desk, of course, I got like a little pop up sticky thing. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I take a sticky. I write my name. <laughs> I write my husband's name. I write the baby's name, their name. Uh, I draw a little shit. And I throw that away. And I do it again. I will not write in a journal. It's weird. Okay, Here's what you can do then. Take your journal. Put a date at the top of the page and doodle on that page. Friend, then, that say, then my brain feels like that's an entry. <laughs> now we done made it to two seasons of this podcast. And you want to fuck this shit up on episode one. Girl, get the fuck off my phone. Y'all listen. This is so much fun. We love and appreciate all of you. But I'm really finna fire it. Are you fucking kidding me? Fred, if I put oh, a date... Because putting a date at the top make it real. Oh my God. That's the but you're not writing that, anything. Oh my God, but it's a date on it. So Girl, listen. Please get the fuck off my phone. <laughs> I said please. I don't... I don't honor your please. Huh. Nicole Renee. That is not my name. But that's what I I mailed you a package from Amazon. You did. And, you Renee. and that's how I knew it was you because you ain't shit. Because <sighs> partner's my partner's son is in charge of packages and mail. And he came in the house with this package and he said, I think this is the wrong person, but it's got our address. And I said, what you mean it's the wrong person? He said, it's got the wrong name. I said, what name? And then I got the package and I looked at it and I was like, this raggedy bitch. This raggedy ass bitch. (laughs) Didn't put no last name, y'all. She just put Nicole Renee. I was like, of all the gutter snipe things to do to somebody. Absolutely. You went to Amazon.com. Dot com. On Beyonce's internet. On Beyonce's web. On Al Gore's Al Gore's worldwide web and typed in Nicole Renee as the recipient of that package. I did and, it. And I have hated you ever since. And you should. I, you know I what the thing about it is? I really hate you now. At some point, it might happen again. And you know what? At that point, I still won't give a fuck about your life because why you stay trying me like that? But you're going to open it and, and receive the package. This is true because I don't put a question mark where God puts a period. Oh! I, oh God, I like that! 
I stole that from my friend. Shout out to Janelle. Hey, Janelle. But, oh, wow. See, you good. Because I plagiarized. I would have took all that. Mm-mm. I love that. I like giving people they, they credit. That's it. Was oh, <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Hell, Janelle, I'm about to steal that, and I'm gonna say I made it up. What's up? Mm, and, well, you just told everybody, so they gonna know. Don't follow me on social media because I'm gonna yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow me if you already follow me. Oh shit, girl. Um, so, because I know y'all like, well, what they gonna talk about? That this is what we talking about. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, yo. We are in. St- we're still in the midst of a pandemic. I know it don't look like that because people still, be at parties and shit. I'm so I tired. Went to wait. Y'all, I, listen, wait. Somebody invited me to come to an event in Vans. Are you fucking kidding me? They are that serious. Cases are spiking every day because you so, have to mm-hmm. go and have brunch mm-hmm. and have birthday parties and shit. Mm-hmm. And that shit is dumb. Now I went to my brother-in-law's birthday party, but it wasn't but like four to five people though, and we was um, in a big place. And we, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We had our temperature. <laughs> niggas. We had, niggas. shut up. Me too. I just told you I went to a party. We had temperature checks. We had masks. I didn't want mine mm-hmm. because, bitch, I was hot and fat. But, ain't no, ain't no, it wasn't a super spreader event. Y'all going right. to party parties. Well, it's right. like a hundred something. I heard a thing on the radio the other day talking about going to a club. I wish the fuck. How am I supposed to social distance in a fucking club, bitch? Now, that I don't understand is that, that now going to an event with 30 people, 40 people, even 50 that you can spread out in a big enough space, I understand. But going to a club and you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of people, I don't get that. We're not doing it. Like, we, we, and I mean, we as in the people in my house, we go out to eat. Like, we've been out to eat now, like, maybe four times in the last however many months. We Like, eight months. And we just started doing that, like, mm, July, August. We went out yesterday. Um, we, went? we went to um, Poke City in Noonan because we love Poke Oh. And, um... It's one that done with it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, the Poke Bar... And Decatur is much better. Shout out to Poke Bar. But um, Poke City is actually pretty good. And it's closer, so we just go to that one. We had to go to Sprouts and make groceries, so we just stopped right there. But, like, we ain't... It don't be nobody in there. You know what I'm saying? It's a small mm-hmm. restaurant. They got the table spread out. You can't sit at this table, but you can sit at the one next to it. So even if, if there's 10 people in there eating, four of us and, like, six other people... We I can't even see they play. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how far apart it is. So it's like it's okay. But we, I'm not doing that shit every day. Yeah. I'm not doing it every week. And I'm not going I try to go grocery shopping when everybody at work or not in the grocery store. So early in the morning or some random day in the morning when I'm in the store and there ain't a whole lot of people in there. We went to Goodwill yesterday when that white bitch tried to fight me. Uh, let me not blow that because she wasn't trying to fight me, but she did She did have a little smoke for me yesterday. But it was packed in the Goodwill. But that I think that was the most people that I've seen in one store at one time since the beginning when everybody was buying up all the tissue and paper <laughs> towels and hand sanitizer. And you, okay, this is off topic, but I'm going to get back to what you were saying earlier. You know what's crazy to me? Everybody and their mama sell hand sanitizer now. Everybody. Yeah, but we where it was months ago. 
Why y'all couldn't make it that fast in April? Girl, they could have. Everybody want to count. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it be every bullshit, store you go to, and it's different. Every. It's hand sanitizer that I ain't never heard of before. I'm I've used to a cute little, life. a cute little Purell. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's zeros and whatever the fuck. All these weird ass names. You got yeah. aerosol. I used now. I buy. I used to buy a, the foam hand sanitizer from Bath and Body Works a long time ago because I could get it with a coupon. But everybody got a foam hand sanitizer. They got the wipes. They got the alcohol wipes they use in the hospital. They got the uh, the liquid kind. They got the travel size. All of this shit. Where was this shit when y'all had them bottles? Y'all ain't have but five bottles in the whole store, and them shits hmm. was locked up in cases. And we had scam my thumb to get some. Go to hell. Yeah, that's why I made my own alcohol wipes. I bought some baby wipes and some alcohol. Fuck y'all, cause y'all want to play. They wanted to play a ball headed game with us. But anyway, we're still in the whole last pandemic. That's where you were with it. I'm sorry, friend. So even I, I know that it's still one going on. It's um self care. Like you stated earlier, it's gonna it's gonna look different now. Mm-hmm. Because self care normally revolves around what's going on in your life, right? Now some people have their routine self care. Like I got a home girl and I'm gonna call her name. Her name is Coco. Coco has a ritual bath she does every Sunday. Every Sunday, she has a ritual bath. She she soaks in her tub. She has her wine. Um, she lights a candle. You know, that's her time Sunday to just reset. That's pandemic or no pandemic. She's been doing that, right? But what was but but like I said, that's that's ritual. But what what's going on around your life? So say for instance. You know, you get into it with somebody on your job, and so you're just feeling away about your job. You might need to take a few days. Your self care gonna look a little different. You don't have to do the necessarily ritual bath that Coco do. You you might want to go to the gym and like run that shit off, mm-hmm. or you might want to take a walk around the belt line. You might want to do some retail therapy. You might want to write, or you might just want to do some weird ass shit that don't nobody understand and sit in your car in your driveway and listen to two three songs before you come in the house your self-care does not have to look like anybody else's. What it has to do, though, not only does it have to make you happy, but when you're done with the thing, you should feel a certain, you should feel differently than you did going into the thing. Does that make mm. sense? Listen, because I used to do a ritual bath every Sunday and I stopped, and my life has fallen into shambles. But <laughs> there, whatever the thing is that you do, it should relieve you. It should give Absolutely. you a sense of release. Yes. It should give you a sense of comfort and like like you should feel love for yourself after you've done it. Absolutely. That's what it should do for you. Now, if you don't like taking baths, I know some people don't like soaking in the tub. I'm not one of those people, but I know people that, that don't like it. Find something else that you like to do. Absolutely. That is not something that you would do on a normal, typical day, unless you have a daily self-care routine. I know people that have daily self-care routines that every day they do something specific for that day. I'm not one of those people. I I wish I'm, I'm working on it. God bless them. But like, it's not, it is going to look different now. Cause if you used to going and getting your feet done every Friday and you don't necessarily feel comfortable. Like, 
hair getting a haircut or getting my hair done is part of my self care, and it has been for a very long time. I have not had a haircut in eight months. I feel crazy because I don't feel comfortable, even though my barber has his thing set up so where if he's cutting your hair, ain't nobody in there but you, him, the other dude that cut hair in there, and maybe like one other person. It ain't full of people. It's just, it's very intimate and it's very private, so it is safer. I still don't feel comfortable going to get my fucking haircut because I don't know, and this is no shade to him, I don't know what his sanitation um, practices look like. Would you feel better if you knew? Maybe. But I also know that the way my barber works, he couldn't hear from the time he opened the door until three hours after he's supposed to be closed. Like, he cut hair all the time. Like, he's always booked. So, I'm still looking at it like, if you got 15 minutes to clean between the person that just left and the person coming in, is that enough time for the area to be completely sanitized? You know what I'm saying? I got a flip side question. Come on. Why weren't we worried about this prior to? Oh, I was. cleanliness is cleanliness. I was then too, friend. Okay, and the reason, and this wasn't at you, and that's why I said because this some stuff I was like, you know what, I probably should have been caring about some of this shit even still. If the world, if we pushed, if we had pushed cleanliness, if it had been pushed, well, I will say this: in most of the black community, cleanliness has been pushed on us since we got into the world. But everybody yeah, ain't clean, and we know that. Nigga, your house wasn't clean if if you say you cleaned your house. And it don't smell like bleach, Ajax, right. or yeah, pine that soil. Part. That shit ain't clean. That, part. that shit ain't clean. And so, but if we, I, I feel like what I'm hoping is that the children, the children, children, so like my husband's daughter, those age kids, like Christopher, Don's son, mm-hmm. um, uh, how old is McKenzie? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So them kids who actually helping out with shit around the house. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this generation grow up with being overly clean. Does that make sense? You see what I'm going with that? I do. I'm I hoping, do, but I also feel like you remember how we talk about these kids are not the same. I really don't want them to become so anal about germs and shit that we create another, or that we create a generation of people who are so germophobic that they fuck their own self up, that they become paranoid oh, about germs. You know what I'm saying? That part, yeah. You got to worry about that part. Because some of these germs we need. Right, right. So, like, yes, I want you to be clean. But I don't want you to be paranoid about cleanliness. To the point where you can't enjoy your life. Because every time somebody touches something, you got to go wipe it off. No, 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 no. I don't want you to get OCD behind this shit. But I do want you to understand that disease. And we've seen this. When you go to, when you, when you, when you're in school, you learn about, uh, the bubonic plague, tuberculosis, chickenpox, all of these communicable diseases. And then you think about areas, how those things are um, transferred to people, or transmitted to people. And a lot of that shit is from simple hand, like the, the, the common cold and the flu. People get sick every year because they don't wash their hands. That's hard. That's simple stuff, and you don't have to necessarily have OCD behind it. Just hey, wash your hands. Wash your hands. It's okay. 
when I come in the house, y'all, the first thing I do when I come in the house is wash my hands. Mm-hmm. But my dad has been doing that since I've known him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm gonna be honest. Every time I came in prior to COVID, I didn't always catch that hand wash. I put some stuff down. I might talk a little bit, mm-hmm. go pee, wash your hands. But now when I hit the door, it's oh, don't nobody talk to me. Let me wash my hands. Yeah, yeah. And so we've been like, so my daddy, my daddy, dad nigga, wash his hands, sir. Do you have hands left, girl? But he, but he ate a phone. He been washing hands for eighty four years all the time. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that we have no idea what they're picking up from this situation. Yeah, that, that's the scary part. Yeah. I'ma ask my child when she get up, what you and I'ma ask Blake when he come again. What you, what do y'all I wanna know their thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. What is this situation? I did ask Carrie a while ago how it how she felt about it mm-hmm. in relation to school. And you know, she was just like, you know, I hate it because I want to go to school and play with my friends, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to catch COVID either. So it's been a little, huh? It's it's been it's been weird on her. Um, Blake seems to be okay, but he's fourteen, so not to say that makes it better because he's fourteen, but it doesn't. But it makes it different. Yeah, I think he the the need to play with friends ain't really his top goal. Mm-mm. I think at some point we're going to have to really look at how these children are coping. Yeah. Because none of this shit is normal. And to expect them to still behave normally when some shit that they don't understand is popping off. Yeah. It's unfair. And I feel like it's a lot of kids catching whoopings because they acting out because they don't know what's going on. They don't, they don't know how to process it. When all they really need is for an adult to say, hey, look, which, listen, let's do this. You need an adult to say, I don't really know what's going on either. But we just all trying to figure it out the best we can. But we can't do that because we feel like if we say, oh, I don't know, then it makes us look weak. No, it's human. human. We don't know. I'm 38. I never lived through a pandemic on this scale before in my lifetime. Yes, we had swine flu. Yes, we had bird flu. All that that wasn't like this. It wasn't like this at all. Cause we didn't. Even, I ain't gonna even lie. That shit. I that shit on the news, and I kept it moving. That shit didn't bother me no way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah, give y'all kids a little leeway. Cause honey, I know at one point I was looking at mine like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm about mm-hmm. to pull her out the door. Mm-hmm. She don't know what. But I will. Is. She don't. But y'all know I will say this. We have watched her go from, oh my god, she crazy. We gonna give her away. Um. She done caught a spanking of three mm-hmm. on some crazy shit, though. Not no, it wasn't no, no low scale. It was some dog. We about to put you up for a doctor. What are you doing? Um, But now she has kind of balanced out like, you know what? Okay. She, I, I have watched her learn to cope, but I still want to ask her the question. Right. But I have watched her actions because like lately she just been like, Living her life, staying out of shit. You know, she's still a kid, so you might have to tell her something twice. She's adjust she's adjusting. She yeah. has started to adjust. Mm-hmm. But that that period of getting to this point was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And then sometimes you have to walk away because it's like, okay, well, you can't keep doing this thing because that ain't really working. And sometimes I just look at Tony and be like, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I'm just gonna walk away because I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to abuse her because I mean she don't deserve that. And I mean, nobody needs to be abused. Let right. me walk away. Yeah. Let me walk away because my grown up anger and what I'm feeling don't necessarily 
either be projected on her because she got kid anger too. We mm-hmm. all in this bitch not understanding what's happening. Mm-hmm. But she's adjusting. Um, I am. Uh, let me tell y'all what I do with self care. I do anything. Girl, all that shit look different. Mm. My new thing is on Facebook. You know, Facebook got the you can watch Facebook videos at the bottom. You get the video button. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching clips of the nanny now. That's what I've been doing for like the past week. Mm. Prior to that, I was watching Darius Cooks. Mm-hmm. He's a chef. I mm-hmm. love him. He be making some fun shit. I watch him. Well, I was watching him, but like I so said, now I'm on the nanny. Mm-hmm. I have to, whatever catches me in that moment, that's what I have to go with. Mm-hmm. But I have to find some kind of relief. Because if I don't, the people in my house will catch hell that they don't deserve. Right, and that's the part that I'm talking about right now. Like, it's going, things have to be different now because before, you still knew that your administration didn't give a damn about the people at at the job, but you had more outlet to release that than you currently do. And I think think a lot of people are coming to their realization and it's kind of like throwing them for a loop. Like, you've been new that your boss went shit. You've been through that, but it was different when your boss went shit and you could go out on a Friday and have two or three margaritas and a house special at the Mexican restaurant. You can't really do that now. I mean, you can, but it's not the same. It does feel different. Right, and because we, I think, I'm saying we in a very general sense, but I feel like because we have been trying to make this thing back to normal, not understanding that this is the new normal. There is no back to normal. We'll, we'll yeah. never be the same. We just won't. It's, things have to change because of this situation. It's just like when polio hit the United States. Things had to change because of that situation. Anytime you have like catastrophic death and disease and a resetting especially during like the climate that we're currently living in, you don't want shit to go back to the way it was. You really don't, to be honest. You don't. And if anything, this pandemic and the ensuing quarantine have made us to look at life totally different than we would have before while we were still in, uh, this is what Carolyn talks about sometimes, like we were all going so fast and chasing these empty goals. Now there's really not, the goals aren't the same. Like we can't chase the same stupid shit we was chasing before because it's not there and we can see the value of it not being there. Does that make sense? Cause like all these people that's working from home, you could have been doing that. You absolutely could have been doing that. Look how they made that shit work for people. My husband's still working from home. It's yeah. November. Mm-hmm. And they know, and ain't nobody, ain't nobody going out of business. You know what I'm saying? At all. Because they, they employees working from home. If they any- saving money actually, because I know electricity bills being paid at them bills. That's right. That's right. And if you think about it, the employees, some of them are much happier because they are at home. Mm-hmm. They're in a comfortable environment. They ain't got to deal with their aggravating ass coworkers. They ain't got to worry about <laughs> traffic. You know what I'm saying? Unless your coworker eight years old. Right. It's, <laughs> the only traffic you have to deal, deal with is who in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, 
my god that's it yeah that's it and and programmed to feel like if life doesn't work the way that we're accustomed to it working then something is wrong we need to get back to that old shit and that that Ugh, that's the fucked up thinking that caused that stopped me from doing my self-care because things were changing and I was not I guess somewhere willing to change with them so I wanted my shit to look the way it always did and that's stupid that's dumb I'll call myself out on that that shit is dumb as fuck things change shit shifts you have to shift with the shit shift with it if you can't if i can't go get a haircut fine i'll just make sure my hair is clean my scalp is oiled and i'll pick that shit out so it won't lock up that's fine (laughs) (laughs) like i can't go get a pedicure but i can clip my toenails you know what i'm saying i gave myself a pedicure yesterday y'all i used this cucumber soap it was everything where you got it from the nail supply store in jonesboro so let me explain something to y'all what me and my homegirls thought about yesterday she said, friend, how much you pay for those pedicure packs you bought? Less than $5, but you pay $30, $40 for that shit at the nail shop. You really, pay, they really are like, you pay for like the triple label. charging. Like you you paying for the label. Mm-hmm. You paying for the label. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because that, it, it, so this one had a step, it had four steps. So it had the, so it was the cucumber soap, soak, then a sugar scrub, oh, everything. Mm-hmm. Then a fucking cucumber mask for your feet. Y'all ain't fucking ready. Mm. And then step four was a moisturizer, cucumber scent moisturizer. Y'all can tell my feet shit yesterday. Mm. Okay. But um, but yeah, I got it at the nail supply store in on Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. Okay. On Jonesboro Road. I'm Jonesboro sorry, in Forest Park. Okay, I was just gonna say. As far as far, because mm-hmm, that is a Jonesboro is a place. Yeah. Yes. No. And Forest Park, Jonesboro. Mm. Uh, two different places. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, Jocelyn. You need to specify. That's not the so, same. Yeah. It's not the same at all. But Forest Park is not the same. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um. So yeah. So you know, for those of y'all who, and I know some people, like, I can't do it myself. Yes, you can. I mean, yes, you can try. It ain't gonna be perfect the first time, but that's okay. Cause them, them people who do your nails at that shop, they had a first day. Listen, and on top of that, it's gonna be cold anyway. Put some socks on. Don't nobody care. You know what I'm saying? But oh, flip side of that, do it for you. That's it. That's really the point. Dude, cause soaking your feet, I don't, I don't know how people feel about their feet. Hello. But when I put my feet in some hot water, I mm-hmm. feel like this shit feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, get you some, because I'm old, so normally I have Dr. Tills, Epsom salt, because I'm old. Mm-hmm. And these foots is, oh, girl, speaking of, I'll you take off, off about these foots. Girl, these foots are trying to fall apart, but I'm not going to let them. Because, um, bitch, I might have a heel spur. Mm. But that's okay. It'll be all right. Um, but other than that, yeah, y'all, y'all, uh, make your... Create your self care around what's going on, so it don't like me. Cause it don't it don't have to look like the status quo or whatever the fuck people tell y'all self care looks like. Don't let nobody dictate your self care. If you want to eat two bags of chips and drink water, that's fine. That's fine. Them your chips and it's your water. Mm-hmm. Or if you want a Tahitian treat and I'm jealous because I can't drink no Tahitian treat, get that. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But speaking of restaurants, you talked about going out to eat. Mm-hmm. Nikki, 
Mm-hmm. Prior to the pandemic, I had gone, me and Tony had gone out for his birthday on March the 6th, his birthday the 8th, but we went out on the 6th, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know we did not go to another sit-down restaurant until September the 25th? Listen, I told you what we did. We did not go anywhere until it might have been July, August before we went somewhere and sat down. Girl, I was so, and when I sat down and them people brought them drinks to the table, I was like, oh my God, I miss somebody asked me what I want for. No, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not going, oh yeah, I did. We did go to a place where they had to serve us, but I'm really, I'm kind of wary about that too. Girl. I don't be one yeah. Not yet. I mean, mm. <laughs> so what about poke? They don't serve you? No, the place that we go to is, um, most poke places like that are like a, like a subway uh, situation where you build your own thing, like a Moe's or something like that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Like you, it's behind glass, and they got on masks, and you do too. And you go, and you tell them what you want. You pay for it. You sit down and you eat. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's just been it's it's definitely it's been different, but um, you know, you just gotta we 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 gotta make the best of what we're given. Mm-hmm. Um, we can still make lemonade. We just we don't have as much sugar, but we're gonna make it work. Mm-hmm. So we talked about self care. We done snitched on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we telling y'all how it looks, how it don't have to look. You make it look oh, wait, how you want I it. Some. I got you. Oh, because it's another side of self care that we don't talk about. Let's get to it. The shadow work. Because mm. shadow work is self care too. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Uh, I was she talking. just went to the ten feet of the ten foot spot of the pool. Oh, uh, because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna snitch on myself again because I don't care. Mm. When I was talking about the situation that I was in that I had to get out of, that was a, a opportunity for me to learn how to listen to myself because I'm real hard headed and I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh, well, you can't tell them nothing." You can tell me, and I will hear you. I just might not do it. Because mm-hmm. I'm hard-headed. I'm a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. I'm real hard-headed. Girl, I'm hard-headed too. And that hard-headedness will have me in deep water mad. So listen. Why is shadow work self-care? If you don't deal with the shit that bothers you, it will always fucking bother you. Ooh, girl, girl snatch it up. My friend said a long time ago when my friends told me, God will throw pebbles at you to try to get you to learn a lesson or change your behavior. And if the pebbles don't reach you, then it's a rock. If the rock don't reach you, it's a brick. If the brick don't reach you, it's a mountain. And drop a mountain on your head. But we don't pay attention until the mountain falls on your head. Then we get mad, upset, depressed. Oh, God, why is this happening to me? And it, it doesn't have to be God in the literal, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Like, oh, why is this happening to me? Well, you've been getting small messages about the same yep. thing. Kind of like the three boats joke. Yeah. You've been getting you've been getting messages about this the whole time and you haven't been paying attention. You didn't want to change. You would you, you felt like you were still doing the thing. So do the thing. But understand that you don't need to be doing it. So shadow work, dealing with the things that happened to you before that shifted your perspective about yourself, about your life, whatever. Getting that cleared up and and releasing yourself from those ideas, behaviors, patterns, whatever opens you up to have a better 
experience on this plane. Without doing that work, you're, you're dooming yourself. Why do you want to continue to carry around all this old raggedy ass shit? Let that shit go. Get in there and figure out the parts of you that need some clearing. Get to the root of those issues. Find out what triggers you, why you're triggered that way, and deal with that shit. Well, what does that mean? Why is it that anytime somebody sings, um, I don't know, three blind mice or some shit, you get mad or something? I don't, I'm trying to think of something that like sounds ridiculous but happens. You know what I'm saying? Or why you don't necessarily like uh, green beans or whatever. There's something. Yeah. If somebody say you stupid to you, it make you extra mad instead of just laughing because they're just laughing at your joke. Why does that make you mad? Why does it bother you when you text your friends something and they don't text back within five minutes? Why does that bother you? Why don't you think, oh, it's a, um, let me just send this text and go on about my business. Why does it irk you that you sit there and watch your phone waiting for the notification and get mad when it don't pop up? Or if you call somebody and they don't call you right back, why are you upset? What's going on? What are you afraid of? What do you feel let down by? What are you disappointed in? What has hurt you? What experience did you have that led to that feeling of unworthiness or fear or doubt or lack or whatever? Get in there and dig that shit up and heal that so that you can have a whole life. Because guess what you're going to need to deal with this shit? Because if y'all thought this election shit was crazy, wait until after. Because these yeah. parents are gearing up for some stupid shit. And I'm not saying that you should, because I'm absolutely not going to be the one to tell you to center white people in your life. You absolutely should not. But you should center you in your life, which means you should be prepared for whatever fuckery comes your way. And you can't if you're avoiding the things about you, those shadowy, dark places about yourself. I know for a fact that I have a shadowy, dark place when it comes to feelings of worth and every time something comes up that challenges or that points me to that hallway where that dark shadowy place is I take a few steps closer to it I used to be afraid of that stuff because I felt like in a very real way well if I clear out all this bad stuff about me who am I going to be a whole and if you've never been whole and happy that shit is scary but I would much rather be happy and scared of who I am happy than unhappy and just unhappy, period. So that's self-care. It's the harder side of self-care. It's so rewarding, though, because who I am now compared to who I was before I started doing this work, night and day, less things are apt to bother me and send me spiraling. And I would rather have fewer things that send me spiraling than have a whole bunch of shit and I'm always fucking spiraling. I can't fucking focus on nothing because I'm always in a mood. Right. I'm an artist. I'm moody enough. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that shit come with a, a, a this bitch moody prize pack. That's fine. Not a prize it's a prize pack. pack? It's a prize pack. You remember how on the game shows like if you, <laughs> you get a prize pack, value that over however many dollars. I'm so tired. It's like that. But when you're an artist, you get a prize pack. And moodiness comes in that prize pack. I want to shout out New Beginnings. 
Um, is that a thing, or is are you talking about like the act, like actual new beginning? The actual new beginning. So oh, okay. things that have things that were born out of the pandemic, or not necessarily out of the pandemic. I don't want to say that the pandemic caused things to be born, but it did. It, it did, did a lot. It did. It did. So let me not say. Let me not lowball the. It did. But things that have happened also during the pandemic um, that created a new beginning. Shout out to that. So shout out to any new nuptials, any new babies, um, any new relationships, um, any um, healed relationships, um, any of you that have healed yourself because you had the time to really sit down and process um, those things. Um, shout out to that. What I do hope people have learned during this pandemic is that sometimes changing your routine is not as bad as it has seemed in the past. I am a routine girl. I do not like change. I will be honest and tell you guys that. Um, I think those, and I don't want to call it childish because I know children don't like their routines to be changed. And I feel like that's the one part of my childhood I never shed it. But maybe that's just a people thing. I don't know. Some people are able to adjust and some are like, I don't want to do that. I am one of those. I do not like a lot of change. Okay. So, like, I even in the morning, I, I, I have purposely changed some of my morning routines just to say, Jocelyn, it's okay. Like, it's okay to do that. Because I used to do the same thing every morning, how I get up, take a shower, then brush my teeth, then put on my contacts. No, brush my teeth, wash my face, put on my contacts, put on face moisturizer, get all my clothes and shit ready to go downstairs and make my coffee. I don't do that no more. You know what I do now? At night, after I like clean up the kitchen, or whatever I'm going to do, I go ahead and prep the coffee maker. So the coffee grounds are in the thing, the water is in there. So all I have to do is hit the button. I'll come down after I like put my contacts in, I'll come down the stairs and hit the button and go back upstairs and finish getting ready. Mm. I've started. I know people are like okay, that, that's nothing. Yeah, it's something. It is if you, it, it's, it's something. If it's not because that's not part of your routine, that is something. It's not. That is something because me coming downstairs in the middle of me getting ready, it's the weirdest shit to me. It's the weird. It's dumb in my in the back of my mind. It's dumb. Just wait till you get downstairs. But no, I, I've been shaking. This pandemic has shaken up a lot of shit to people's core. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize. You truly don't know what tomorrow is going to be. That's no longer Absolutely. cliche. That is a fact. You just don't know what's coming. No. And because you don't know what's coming, you got to almost you got to almost keep your boxing gloves on because Mike Tyson ass is around the fucking corner somewhere. Really? You just don't know. Mm-hmm. And he is always ready to box. And my gloves be all the way in the trunk. The nigga at the mm-hmm. front door. I got to be ready. I got to mm-hmm. be ready. Mm-hmm. So, you know, y'all, I know a lot of shit has been shaken up. You just don't know what to do with it. Just, you know what I'm saying? No be- again, new beginnings. It's okay to switch it up. It's okay to purposely switch it up. It's okay to say, you know what, I'm going to change this just so I can be okay with another type of change. that comes Because that, that routine may change again. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be prepared for it. I think being prepared, I think if I could say, well, what's one thing the pandemic has brought out of you? Being prepared for the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really, I don't want to say never. I don't want to say never. Um, 
I don't focus on, there we go. I've never really focused on being prepared for the unknown. I have maybe done a few things. Like I say we're preppers here at the house, but really my husband is a prepper. So when shit started hitting the fan, he was sitting on the sofa with his feet up, whereas I was even around him like, oh my God, what we gonna do? And he looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're good, calm down. But mm-hmm. I guess just in the moments of knowing that, oh my God, it's an invisible enemy out there. Oh my God, we ain't got enough food, but we do have enough food. I've always had to prepare for food. We've been prepared for shit like this for years. What is wrong with you? I guess just the, like I said, I never focused on it. So whereas he was getting us together, I'd be like, oh, okay, what you need me to do? Tell him be focused on that shit. That'd be out here at the fucking mall or goddamn get some cookies somewhere. I don't really be paying attention to that stuff. So when shit really started hitting the fan, it was kind of like, oh my God, I haven't done anything to prepare myself or my family for this big thing. Whereas, mm, you're good. So I will say this. Um, that comes with a new beginning. Stop depending on other people to get you ready for shit. Get yourself ready. Focus on shit you need to do. No matter what kind of help you got around you, that's cool. All of that is cool and it's great. But if you don't get yourself ready for some of this stuff, you're going to be in the middle of the street crying and hitting the ground and not understanding why because, you know what I'm saying, you ain't done no, that goes back to self-work, you ain't done no work. You haven't done any work towards that. So you know it's there, but you know you ain't done that toward it. So it's almost like a, I don't even know what to call it, but get yourself ready. Focus on having yourself prepared for, um, because the, the the unknown is always going to be there. We know that. The unknown ain't going away. It's unknown. Mm-hmm. But us being smart enough to know that crazy shit happens in this world on a fucking regular basis, some shit we can try to get ourselves ready for in a sense, if you can. Even if you can't, like, physically prepare for I don't know a fucking nuclear bomb whatever and that's just the worst of the worst but prepare your mind just you know since try to get your soul together just to be able to um deal like people who can just it's a whole fire going on around it's a meme I think we've talked about this meme before it was a house on fire but the lady is pushing the baby in the stroller like this mm-hmm. is the level and I think the capture was like this is the level of mind my business I want to be on. Mm-hmm. I mean, even during this pandemic, there were a lot of people who who weren't really affected so much because it was like, well, you know what? I got me together. I got my mind in such a place where I'm not going to let this shit put me on my ass. I'm going to wash my hands. <laughs> I'm going to stay out of these fucking places. And I'm going to just, you know, do what I need to do. But they weren't losing their shit. Do that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I'm and if you lost your shit, hey, I'm not I'm not faulting you for losing your shit. It's a lose your shit type situation. But we're all wired differently. All I'm saying is try let's try to work on ourselves to where we don't always have to lose our shit with every little thing that comes. Or with everything. I'm gonna call, I'm not, I'm not call it little. That's that's not fair because what's little to you may not be little to me. Mm-hmm. Um but when things come our way that sometimes we're kinda able to instead of react in a way or on emotion we can kind of logically be like okay let me grab this and handle it this way but that comes from self-work and that comes with self-care and just 
you know, like Nika said, if it's bothering you, figure out why certain things bother you. Um, that way, when it happens, you not, you know, you ain't goddamn punching a nigga in the face over dropping Fruit Loops on the floor. It's something behind that. Like, it's just a Fruit Loop on the floor. We could pick that up. It wasn't even no milk in the bowl. What we doing? So that's 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 what I mean by that. So that that's under the new beginnings tab too. Um, just getting ourselves to a place of being able to deal with shit in a different manner so that A, it don't fuck up your life. B, it don't fuck up somebody else's life. And fuck C, D, um, you you can handle it in a way that maybe it don't even have to happen again or you got the shit under control. Because a lot of shit we don't have under control. But I think we can have shit under control if we do the work. Does that make sense, Nicole? Women? Yeah, and not even trying to be under control, but being able to handle it, just manage it better. Yeah. Because you can adapt and adjust. Just like you were talking about Carrie and how she's gone from being like almost put up for adoption to being like yeah. cool. Like, Her ass was on the chopping block. Right. <laughs> we, we I think because this was so different and because this was such a like drastic and like just insane change to our day to day, we haven't given ourselves the grace to even be patient with ourselves enough to adjust to what was happening or to deal with our grief or to even like try to look at what we could do to like adjust because you think like in December they were talking about oh it's a super flu coming in January the world was sick February it started creeping well it was already over here but it really started creeping in more in February and then by March it was like all right everybody stay home we shutting everything down like you know, don't go out your house unless you absolutely have to. If you do, wear a mask. And then you got the people that were protesting against the mask because they didn't want to change their life. They didn't want to try to potentially save somebody else's life by doing these things. So we had to deal with all of that in this climate. And to be honest, I feel like our human instinct to just survive kind of took over. And we didn't necessarily focus on the fact that we are individual singular people who are dealing with some crazy shit right now and we don't know and we don't really have anybody to ask we don't really have anybody to say what should I be doing right now except for ourselves and that comes from or that does allude to doing the work because if you can trust yourself if you can listen to yourself you'll make the decision that's best for you because you're higher self knows the answers and it knows what is best for you in that moment but if you're not connected because there's so much shit between you and your higher self then you screwed and i'm not saying that to sound all gloom and doom but like there were decisions that i made in the beginning of this pandemic that i know absolutely um helped me deal with it for as long as I could. Now where I fucked up was I stopped listening to myself 
and things went left immediately. Now, hindsight is, of course, 2020. Had I just continued to make to make the best decisions for me, I would have been straight. But I wasn't doing that because I stopped trusting myself because I felt like I was making the wrong decisions. But you have to trust the process and you have to trust yourself. And if you don't trust yourself, you got to figure out why. That's where we at with the self-work. You got to figure out why you don't trust yourself. What did you do to you that makes you not trust you? Where where are the places where you can heal the relationship with yourself? Because I'm going to tell you, regardless of what the hell is going on, even if the world is burning, if your world, your internal world is burning, you still fuck. That's the, that's the shit that's going to take, take you out. It's not everything around you. It's you fighting you every day. That's what wears you down. That's what eats at you every day. So we have to give um, ourselves some grace and some patience in dealing with this. And we have to get in tune with our star player and figure out where where we need to fix things. And somebody sent me a thing saying, well, I don't necessarily, um, I don't remember how it was worded, but what if I'm not cut out for that kind of stuff? What kind okay. of stuff? Healing. Okay, then don't be. <laughs> don't be. You stay at home, though. Don't come over my house. <laughs> don't be coming for it. <sighs> I'm not, I don't want to deal with my feelings. Oh. I don't want to think about the past. Okay, but understand, past, present, and the future live in, in continual. Yeah. So even if you're not thinking about the past, if you're not, quote, dwelling on the past, if you're not, quote, bringing up old shit, it's always with you because it informs how you live your life in your present and how you will live your life in your future if you don't address it. So, no, you don't have to, you don't have to do it. You don't have to be cut out for it. It's, you don't because it's, it's not going nowhere. It's not. It's just like the ham story we kept telling y'all last season. Yeah. Y'all wasting that butt. Y'all wasting the butt of the ham. Because your grandma didn't have a pan big enough. Dumb. Um, I want to use a song. I know you don't really fuck with dude. I ain't going to say his name. But <laughs> uh, but he has a song where he's rapping against himself. The good part and the bad. So the, the, the oh, guy who is... Just say it, girl. Fuck that. Okay. So T.I., has a song. Uh, it's called it's, it's T.I. versus Tip or something. Like that. I forget the name of the song, but it's on that. Uh, I think it's on. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's on trap music. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've always liked that song because it tells you it's it's part of him rapping where he was, and then the other part is rapping where he is. And it's like you know, you you got to change so that you can be better make this money and move on. But you're trying to stay in this old mindset. So, well, you ain't going to do nothing but go to jail or die. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we're just, and you know, like you just said, you know, yourself by yourself, there's no bigger battle than that. It's the only battle that we ever really have to deal with here on That's this planet true. is you versus right. And you know what, so what you really going to do, I find it hard to believe, but I guess maybe it's not hard to believe that you would want to stay in such a state that produces unhappiness. Why don't people think they deserve happiness? I guess that's the first question. That's and then the next question, question that, you know, and, and, and so then it's kind of like, 
but I, I guess because I've always felt like I deserved happiness, I don't get it. And so maybe it's unfair for me to ask. I don't know. Mm. But um, man, it's to laugh is such a it's a thing. <laughs> like laughing is a bop. Let's I go. mean, but here's the thing though, John. You can be unhappy and still laugh. You know what? Fair. Because I was unhappy change. for a long time, but I still laugh. You know what? Have, That's fair. Because sometimes people don't even know people are hurting. Yeah. Right. I just, when it came to certain things, I was not with the shit as far as like so, the, the positive shits. So let me apologize because I trivialize, I minimalize hap- happiness to laughing. Mm-hmm. Um. So let me take that back. Just... Of course, of course, some, and when people say, you know, joy is unexplainable sometimes, and I know that's kind of cliche, but I guess it really is. But it also depends on what's making, what's giving you joy, because it could be the smallest thing mm-hmm. to give you such big joy. But why do some people think, like, why are they, un, why they don't want to find it? Like, why they just want to give up and, and not? find the thing that makes them happy or just find joy in something. I don't know. Because you don't feel like you're worthy of having it. And so then that comes with finding out well why you don't feel worthy. Like like I know when you've you know look him is and I've always said this with with um and I forget look him last night because I like to call people that government. Jones. Okay. Kimberly Jones. <laughs> I just wish I knew the day that it happened or whatever happened. I don't know if it was a who or if it was a what. I don't know what it was. But whatever made her feel like she had to change her appearance so drastically that she looks like a totally different person. Friends. I would love to fight that, fight whatever did that. Friends, she talked about it in an interview. I want to say- Did she? This was years ago. Give it to me. This was years ago. So this is how deep this shit run. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Look, Kim was in relationships with dog-ass, bitch-ass niggas that used to okay. beat her. So Lil' Kim's original nose got broken by a nigga. <gasps> and she had to have it fixed. And then another nigga, or maybe that same nigga, broke that nose. So she had to have it fixed. So <gasps> she ended up in this process of fixing niggas, fucking up her face. And then that only... Like, cause they they say plastic surgery is addictive, and I mean I used to watch plastic surgery shows. Them doctors be like, oh, you know what you could do. So imagine if she already feel bad because she in a relationship with somebody is constantly devaluing her and is abusive, and then she goes to a place to be. I'm gonna say this in quotes. Repair, and this person is also saying to her, "You could fix this. You could fix this. You could fix this." Well, I didn't know it was messed up. Well, now you do. So let me fix it. So then you do end up in a situation where you don't look nothing like yourself. Mm. I never knew the background, and shame on me for not finding out. It, I mean, I never listen, knew the background. Listen, I used to love Vibe magazine, and I used to read it all the time. I used to, love, I still love Lil Kim. But I I was Absolutely. I was interested in that and she she talked about that. I think if I mean it, it illustrates perfectly what we talk about here. We got this person who has like done the thing. Lil' Kim is an icon, if we gonna call it, if we're gonna use that word today. 
look him as an icon but she still mm-hmm. dealt with feelings of unworthiness and lack yeah. and 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 not feeling like she was deserving of anything because you know if if we got to say it if you're in a relationship where somebody devalues you yeah my therapist used to tell me all the time um if somebody is throwing darts at you like if somebody is trying to get at you they can't hit where there's nothing there like if i throw a ball across this room it's going to keep flying. This is physics. It's going to keep flying until it hits a solid object. Boom. So if there's nothing in between. If there's just air in between, nothing but space and opportunity, it's going to keep going. So if you, if there is a place there, if there's a, uh, if you got something right there, if they know that you have a weakness there, when they throw that dart, it's going to hit that weakness and it's going to hurt you. But if you get rid of the weakness, there's nothing, they can't hit you. Now, some people can, People can say a lot of things about me that I don't give a fuck about. But as soon as they hit something where I got a soft spot, oh, I'm ready to fight. Yeah, that part. And you know what? I've watched a really, really good friend of mine take back her power from this same thing you're talking about, from somebody just devaluing her, hitting below the belt where in the subject that, you know, she shared with them in the most intimate setting, mm-hmm. in a trusting setting, and they used it against her. But I've watched her take back her power and it's a beautiful beautiful thing it mm-hmm. really is mm-hmm. it really is kudos to her no I'm not gonna call her name but kudos to her um for taking back her power and you know what else happens y'all those things that hurt us the most that that, that, that we are weak about you know how else you tell somebody fuck them in their face you work on it that way not only does it not bother you no more when they say something but you've worked on it to the point where you feel better about it and it's not even a thing no more it's not even a thing it's not even a thing no more so with her you know it was issues with weight and just working on it and 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 trying to be better with it but some days you fall short and to use that against her knowing that you know that's just a sensitive spot but now boo thing out here killing the fucking streets And so not only you 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 can't throw a dart because it's it's just gonna fall on the floor because you ain't got no aim no more. Mm-hmm. But even when she thinks about it now, she can't even throw no darts to herself because she don't fucking work on it. Right. So that's like a, a double whammy. Like fuck y'all. But um. So yeah, that that makes perfect sense, friend. Yeah, yeah. It's some yeah, it's some things. Those those trigger words. Those trigger. Right. <laughs> those so- triggers. So, you know, I'm solution-oriented. <clears throat> so, I want to give y'all some solutions. Okay, it's, easy go. to tell, it's easy to tell people, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this, and not tell you how. That's how self-help writers make money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you might be thinking, well, how do I? I'm 30-some years old. How do I go back and how do I find out what triggers me? How do I find out where the root of that thing is? Well, think about it. Meditate on it. Write about it. I know some of y'all don't like writing, Jocelyn. But for those of you that don't mind the exercise, you might not even have to write about it. You can just sit there and think about it. And it'll come to you. Your higher self will let you know. I am. Your higher self will let you know where that injury took place. 
a lot of times that shit happened when you were very young and you didn't know that that's the thing that you were being taught. Either you saw somebody devalue themselves or somebody devalued you to a point where you didn't feel worthy of anything good or or whatever. It's deep trauma. So it's not going to be healed overnight. I know this shit that I'm dealing with with my feelings of worthiness is not going to take me two weeks to fix. But I also know that I deserve to give myself the opportunity to work at it so that I can have the thing that I want, which is happiness in my life. I Let me tell y'all something. I'm still trying to get to the root of that thing. I have an idea of where it's coming from, but I'm not entirely sure. But I know that it's like peeling an onion. Every layer that I get off is a layer closer to the root. And once I get to the root, I'm good. Mm. So I don't know when the exact day was when I felt unworthy. But I know that there was one or there was some situation that kind of started that snowball and everything after that compounded on that thing. I got some ideas, like I said. But I have sat with myself and peeled back the layers that I felt of unworthiness. So, and it's showing, I've been informed. Like, I've, I've seen how that shit has manifested. I've seen, like, things that I've accomplished and I don't have memories of being happy about it or feeling any particular way about it because... I didn't feel worthy of that happiness. You don't deserve to be happy because of filling the blank. Like graduating from college. I should have been very happy that day. I wasn't, not really. Mm. Which I, college? Both. Oh, okay. Both. Man, I hate that because I wanted everybody to feel like I felt that day. That was one of the, the if thing. I got a top three, that's up there. That's, that's probably number one. I don't, I don't even know if I have one. Mm. I don't like the happiest day of your life. You don't think you have one? Mm-mm. Oh, friend. Yeah, because to me, happiness is fleeting. It's not a thing. It's like when people ask me, "What do you do for fun?" What the fuck is fun? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in your spare time? What's that? Because hold don't take naps. So I don't take naps. And then you, if you take one, the world ended, and now we got to get it back on track. Mm-hmm. If I take a nap. And I'm not sick. It was an accident. It was a whole accident. Mm-hmm. My body put me to sleep. I didn't go to sleep. It did. Mm-hmm. Got down, choked out. Did. <laughs> but I'm not saying this for like pity or no shit like this. I'm saying this because I know that there are other people who feel this way. Right. You just can't Absolutely. be, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, you always waiting for the other shoe to drop. You always waiting for the bad thing that's coming because anytime something good happened to you, something bad happened. Or anytime something good happened to you, somebody came along and tried to steal that from you because they were miserable and sick and sad. That's their bag. That's not yours to carry. Let that shit go because you deserve to be happy. And whoever told you that you don't is a bald-headed, lying-ass, raggedy asshole. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. edges. No edges. No edges. And her teeth ugly. And they're not coming back. I don't care how much miracle drops she is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm getting at, because this bitch is messy. I don't even understand. This hoe is messy. But um, what I'm getting at though is 
I feel like that's the that's the thing. That's the mountain that I'm climbing. Cause mm. in the in the interim, y'all don't know this, but in the interim, I did a lot of healing work with my grandma, and that was eye opening for me because I had not before thought about how much there was to unpack with that relationship. And I should have because she, for all intents and purposes, was my mama. She raised me. But I had not really realized how much of that was like operating still. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It was the things that she taught me directly and the things that I watched indirectly. And one of the things that I watched that I observed of her that I really took on as like the way that I live my life was putting other people first. Yeah. We see that with a lot of black women. We put yeah. everybody in front of us. And then we get mad when they don't respect us or they don't have the same willingness to help us that we would have to help them. But let me tell you something. That's some bullshit. I want you, if you do that shit, I want you to stop right now. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's self-preservation. You should not be putting anybody else's needs in front of your own. That includes your children. If your child want a snack and you got to pee, go pee. Go pee. Them goldfish crackers going to still be in the kitchen. Tell that and they're going to still be stupid. Right. Tell that nigga to sit down. I get, let me go to the bathroom. I'm going, no, don't even say let me. Don't even give the child, the, don't, don't give anybody the, the, the power to give you permission. To, to perform your bodily functions or do anything for yourself. You say, I'm going to the bathroom and I'll give you a snack when I come back. What do you teach the child? Take care of yourself first. When you get on the airplane, what they tell you about that goddamn mask? Put your other on first, then help your neighbor. Because what happens if you help your neighbor first? You going to run out of oxygen, you going to die. Even an even a airplane tell you to d- take care of yourself first. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> but we watch... We watch ourselves and we watch each other put everybody else in front of us, in front mm-hmm. of ourselves. Everybody's mm-hmm. shit is more important than our shit. And then we get mad when we need somebody and ain't nobody there. Because we done put them, we done put them on game. They got all their shit together. They popping. And we struggling. Yeah. Some kind of way. You know who I have been working on? And I ain't gonna say I just been working on by myself, but I think he's seeing it too. Uh, um... My husband, like, bro, go buy you some. You mm-hmm. can't complain that, you know, you take care of everybody else. Okay. Because let me tell you about me. Y'all ready? I'm going to do me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do, and I mean, and I mean that to the fullest. It don't always have to be a monetary do. I'm going to do me. Mm-hmm. Because I've always had a little selfish street in me. And I used to, I used to try to feel bad about it, but it was hard for me to do it then. Mm-hmm. I do not feel bad about it by no means. You're going to get it when you get it. Um, I'm going to do it. Um, I ain't forgot about you. I love you, but I love me first. And mm-hmm. and that's on period. I love me first. Mm-hmm. And that's the anybody in my life. Husband, cheering, because the cheering, they need everything. Mm-hmm. Parent, all of that. I love me first. And, and that's just what it's going to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it mm-hmm. even sounds weird to say that out loud. Some of y'all hey, listening to that shit. Some mm-hmm. of y'all listening to us talk about this shit right now. You don't already rejected the message. You don't already said, yep. no, I can't do that." See, they be selfish. They just call me selfish. They be selfish. Kept a whole family. They ain't and, true at all. Exactly. And shut up. Let me tell y'all about this that exercise is- I had to do. 
it was real hard. Some shit went on mm-hmm. off in my life a couple of weeks ago. And my soul coach gave me an assignment. I had to write down every negative thought that popped in my head on a post-it note and put it in a bag. Oh. And throw it in the trash can. Oh. Bitch, that bag was full. Bitch. Bag the trash can was full? <laughs> no, the bag was full. I had to put it in the dumpster. So let me tell y'all. It's clearly. If y'all go to my website, you see them tote bags. I had to put it in a tote bag that I didn't like. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I paint shit that I don't like all the time. But I had to pick mm. a tote bag that I didn't like. Because I'm always holding on to shit that I don't like. Which is a, a word. Um, mm. Hello. So, my assignment was to write down all these negative thoughts. Crumple them up and put them in this bag. And I had post-it notes by my bed. I'm thinking it's only going to take me a couple hours. I could throw it away tonight. No, ma'am. Post-it notes come in the little the little booklet. I don't know what they call, but the little piece that you get out the pack, right? Yeah. yeah. I had about a half of one by the side of my bed because I keep post-it notes everywhere. I filled that shit up in an hour. Less. Threw it in there. Got another color. That one was full. Wrote that shit out. Hour and a half. Put them in there. And I'm telling you, these are not like, this isn't happening like one at a time. This is like right snatch, right snatch, right snatch, right snatch. These thoughts are coming this fast. And this, this like intensely. And I'm thinking terrible shit about myself terrible thoughts where the fuck is this coming from it's not me it's some shit i don't picked up some shit that somebody done said to me and i received that i made an agreement with that that's why i tell y'all to read four agreements i made an agreement with that person that they were right they threw that dart and it hit me because it had somewhere to land so it took me two weeks to do this exercise because in the beginning it started off and i got the ideas out i got the bad thoughts out and i felt great but I didn't finish. I put the assignment to the side. And when them thoughts came back, they came back hard. And I was writing in the note. By the time I got that shit done, because I, I finally was like, I'm not going to sit up here and keep doing this shit. I got to get over it. By the time I finished, the tote bag was full. It was five colors of fucking post-it notes in there. I sealed that bitch with glue and staples and threw it in the dumpster. I felt like a new nigga. Let me tell you something. You have to get rid of those critical voices in your head. That's not you talking to you. Your higher self is not going to tell you no bullshit about you. And even if you believe in God, God is not going to tell you no dumb shit about you. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. So why are you believing this fuckery that's going on in your brain? Don't do that. That shit is stupid. And I'm not calling y'all stupid. The shit that we do to ourselves for the benefit it's of stupid. other people is fucking stupid i'm up here beating myself up about somebody else's problems are you fucking nuts bitch i'm not gonna do it i ain't got time we too cute first of all i'm too cute for that shit i got bumps on my face bitch behind somebody (laughs) else shit yeah i know oh my god Mm -mm. but that's what i was taught as a black woman you take care of everybody no bitch as a person you take care of yourself start right there so when you are doing something for yourself, I'm going to take it even further back. When I was a caregiver, I used to get real guilty when I would go somewhere and do something for myself. 
And that was the dumbest shit I ever seen. Girl, you know what I have been working on lately? What? Um, when you said that it triggered. Go ahead. I would if I would go out and like go grocery shopping, I'd be like, Oh, let me hurry up and get back home. I've been gone too long. Mm-hmm. Bitch, what you rushing for? The baby ain't home by herself. The the thing I've had to do, because I still did. <laughs> I just broke myself out of it. Listen, I just broke myself out of this shit last Friday. Hmm. Friday, well, not even last Friday, two days ago. Going in a store and saying to myself, I have time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the first thing we say, well, I don't have time for it. Do you? Do you really not have time for it? You got fucking time. You got fucking time. It's plenty of time in this week. If you don't, wait until you do have time. There we go. Because you got time. It's your time. You got it. Mm -hmm. Period. When I was a caregiver, I used to stay on, like, if I if I did anything for myself, even if it was something as small as if I went to the grocery store and got groceries, if I got hungry and I stopped and got a hamburger, I would feel bad because I didn't get food for everybody. Bitch, my car full of groceries. What the fuck right. you, you didn't get food for everybody? You went to the grocery store by yourself. Then nobody offered to go with you. Ain't nobody offering to help you pay for these groceries. Ain't nobody asking, well, let me, I drive you up there. When you get home, you're going to have to unload this car. And if we're going to keep it a whole 100, you're you going to have to cook the groceries. You're going to have to cook all these goddamn groceries anyway. Fuck this hamburger. You better eat that bitch and get a large fry. Shut the fuck up. Eat it. Eat you're it. You're supposed to eat too. And tell them to cut it in half if you want. Because I do. I do. Slice my sandwich in half. <laughs> and I mean slice it. All the way through. Because sometimes they forget the bottom bun. Oh, girl, why they forget the bottom bun? Don't play with me. They don't like, they don't, they don't want to use the whole knife. Just get down to the bottom. I don't give a fuck if you cut the paper. Cut that shit. I want my whole sandwich sliced up. Cause guess what I'm finna do? Drive and eat. And I need to make sure that that shit is convenient. I don't have time to be stopping to rip that bottom bun in half because you didn't want to goddamn do what I asked you to do. Look ragged ass knife. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying all of this to say, sister, and to the, the men that listen to this show, also <laughs> brethren, it's time out for that dumb shit. This okay. whole pandemic thing, if we're gonna look at it spiritually. If if it ain't taught you nothing else, it should have taught you that how interconnected we are as people. Mm-hmm. And it also mm-hmm. should have taught you how important it is to take care of yourself. Do that. Yeah, do that. So if you feel like there are things about your life that you need to change, because one thing I know I got to, I had to change, or I'm still changing, is the fact that I put everybody in front of me. Everybody. And then I have the audacity, the the unmitigated gall to be upset when I'm in need and don't nobody really want to help me. Or Mm. somebody could have done something for me that I would have done for them. I saw a meme that said, you got to stop expecting you from other people. Everybody and me. You got to stop expecting you for other people. How do you do that? Just be you for you. Oh, I like that. Be you for you. Hello. The things that you would do for other people, do that shit for yourself. Do it. If if you would expect somebody to bring you coffee and your coffee got to be a certain way, because I like my coffee a certain way. Depending you, on who is your coffee nigga? I am. Depending on how where I'm drinking it from, my order is different. If I'm at the house 
and we had a, the uh, liquid creamer and we just got powdered creamer because that happens. Um, I like my creamer to sugar ratio to be a certain way. I would expect people that's making coffee for me to understand that that's how I like my coffee because I pay attention to how other people drink their coffee and I try to make it the way they like it. Now, I can't expect other people to give a fuck about that. But I can expect myself to give a fuck about that. So when I make my own coffee, I make it with love the way that I like it because I care about myself. That's what we're trying to tell you. Self-care is about doing the thing for you that you need done the way that you need it done because you love yourself. And not taking any shorts on that. Not even from you. Don't short yourself. Don't let nobody else short you either. Do not. Do not be a Newport short. Please don't be a Newport short because that's just kill you. Mm-hmm. Quick. That's all I got, friend. Um, uh, there is a guided meditation on YouTube from our good girl, Tip, Dr. Mm-hmm. Tip Pogue. We shared it on the interwebs. And I think I even had, we had a mutual plant friend that shared it too. Mm-hmm. So if y'all are interested in that, you want to know about it, just go to either one of our pages and it'll say guided meditation. Um, check that out. Um, during this time, the seasons are changing. I don't know what that does to people's vibrations when the seasons change. I know for me, the closer we get to Christmas, the happier I get because I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, from a deep place. Mm-hmm. So, but if you are, if the holidays or, I know that word can be relative too now. If these times, let's call it that, make you feel a little I don't know, different or down or whatever the pandemic has kind of taken you. There are videos, aside from the self-work, if you're not ready to like delve into that, I don't know. There are videos on YouTube like uh, vibration videos. Mm-hmm. And if y'all don't really know what that means, I don't really know how to explain that to the layman friend. Can you explain mm-hmm. it in a simple way what I mean by vibrations? And like um people's frequencies, like their own vibrations. Okay. I don't know what else to say. We're all energy. Okay, thank you. And so we vibrate at a certain frequency depending on how we feel. So these videos are tuned to a specific frequency, pitch and tone, etc. to get your body to vibrate at that frequency. To change your mood. That's why I keep her around. See how she took that knocked out the park for us? Because I, I wasn't going to give it to y'all like that. Um, it's kind of like the difference between... It, okay, so here's a better way to explain it. You listen to certain... For those of you that listen to music, because I know some people don't. But you listen to music to match your mood. Mm, there we go. Friend, that was a good one right there. I mean, that's it. Right now, it's the same thing because music is a vibration, has it's at a frequency, and the frequency of that music matches the frequency of your energy. There we go. So, if you want to change your mood, like if you're having a bad day and you're a gospel music person, you're gonna turn on some good gospel music to get you you back right. Or Uh if you're in the mood to do the nasty, then you turn on some do the nasty. (laughs) What 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 they doing for you? They turn on some do the nasty music (laughs) to (laughs) get them in the mood to do the nasty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired of you. I it's am. This is my last show with you. It's, it's absolutely hilarious. Well, we did two seasons, bitch. It's been great. 
it's been real. So yeah, y'all. So this video on the YouTube, the, the raise your vibrations to like get your chakras in line. This, and we told y'all this before. You ain't got to just necessarily listen to us. It's so much shit out there to help y'all. It, you just gotta look for it. It's out there. I listen. I have been listening to listening to free audiobooks on YouTube. Um, oh yeah, that's uh, necessary. That's where it, it really is. free. So like, if you <laughs> shut up, if you want some recommendations i really am also about to get the fuck off this self-help book roller coaster because i'm tired they playing games with me but um there are books on youtube for free that you can listen to like we said tip got videos uh carolyn got videos other people that you might be interested in that you might follow they have videos you can just listen to music guided meditations are everything you can download Insight Timer, Calm. I'm not necessarily a fan of the Calm app, but I know some people that you are. You got to pay for it, don't you? Uh, some of it. It's like Insight Timer. Like Insight Timer is free to an extent. There are paid things on there, but you don't have to deal with those if you don't want to. But Insight Timer, I use that to go to sleep at night sometimes when I'm like particularly anxious. Um, but I love a good guided meditation. Um. And I need to do some more of those too because my self-care, like I said, has fallen off. But there are resources out there. And y'all, please, we if there is something that you want to know that we're not telling you um, or that you want to know more about and you feel like we can answer that question, just send us a message on the Facebook page or on Instagram. Like we are not trying to be like oh we know all this information and we ain't sharing it we share stuff with each other all the time and we definitely want to share it with you so if you have something that you want to know about or we talk about something on the show that you want to discuss more just drop us a message or put something in the facebook group or whatever and we'll definitely respond um i do want to leave y'all because you know i love a quote you do um this is by yola the great Mm, 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 mm. And I think it's appropriate. He says, I ain't gonna give up. No, I ain't gonna let up. Well, no, I ain't gonna shut up and I ain't gonna never let them haters get to me. Listen, do you? Don't let nobody stop your shit, your flow, your progress, your nothing. But Not most you. importantly, I was goddamn friend. You stole my thought. I was going to say, most importantly, don't let it be you who doing it. Don't don't fight yourself. Mm-hmm. Do not fight yourself because, listen, you ain't going to win. You can't fight yourself. You don't win like that. You don't win like that. Get yourself together. Get in tune. Um, listen to our podcast because it's motherfucking great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And check out some of the stuff we told y'all. If y'all don't want to listen to us because we said the motherfucking bomb, I don't know why you wouldn't, but okay. I mean, I, I I have to say that I, in the interim, have listened to our show um, a couple times just to catch some insight yeah. from us. Some things that I needed to remind today. myself of. <laughs> you what now? I listened to us in my new car the other day because I think my new car needed that. It needed to be blessed. Hello. And blessed it was. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, y'all. We love y'all a little bit. A lot bit. Okay, we love y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on that, I guess Nikki B and J-Hi gonna find out. We gonna find out, girl. B. Bye. <laughs>